in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKinney. I am sitting to the left of the classy Glenn Stansberry. Okay, hold on. Brian, I am I am anything but classy. Well, I feel, you know, you have this this full beard now. I feel like, you know, if you just had like a three-piece suit. I, you know, a little timepiece. I have been wanting a three-piece suit for quite a while now. Just maybe the excuse that I need to get one. I could see you like a, you know, 1800s uh, debonair uh, at a train station, maybe. Train station, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Do you have the time? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe you thought it was classic because I'm wearing my gentleman, uh, gentleman t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much the same thing as a three-piece suit. I know? mean, there's a monocle. That's true. So, mm-hmm. Glenn, I'm. I have to apologize because I, I, I am recovering from being under the weather, and uh, I've got a nasally. I, I, I always have not I by default I have a nasally voice, <laughs> but this on top of being stuffed up it makes me sound like I don't know I, I sound uh, even even worse nasally than I normally do. I, I don't think so. I think I think once you hear maybe the playback, it's an improvement over my <laughs> my normal tone. Hello, yeah, I am Brian McKinney. I just you know <laughs> I'm just in that point where everything's like I'm like in my own universe uh-huh. in my head. You just hear echoes. Yeah, when you talk? basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to recover from that. Hey, I'm getting better. You sound fine. Yeah. You sound fine. Uh, well, I was worried. I don't want to disappoint anybody out there. You're you know? not going to disappoint the five people listening to the show. <sighs> That's true. That's true. It must be diehards. <laughs> they must really care if they're listening. That's right. Uh, and you know what I care about a mm. great deal, Glenn. What's that? Brian? Is a site that we built called Gentleman.com. That's right. <laughs> Try to get through this. I, uh, it's already a site called gentleman.com where uh, all things manly. You know, even if you have, even if you're a little under the weather like I am, mm-hmm. uh, you could you could stop on by gentleman.com. You can stop by there anytime. You could be at work, not wanting to. You know, you know, maybe you just you're taking a little break. Maybe you've been working really really hard and you've just knocked out that project that your boss is on your keister about. Yeah. Uh, and you take a little break. Kick your feet up and uh, yeah. head on over to Gentleman.com. Relax. Take one on us. Mm-hmm. Because Gentleman is SFW. That's right. As the kids say. It's safe for work, It's safe folks. for work. Uh, and if it's not, we want to hear about it. Because we, we intentionally make it so you can visit Gentleman.com at work. We yep. went to all that trouble to make sure you can visit it at work. So you got to visit it at work. That's right. It's one of the most beloved features of the site, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. The thing that we hear about all the time. Yes. Yes. Is that... You know, the, uh-huh. the feedback that we get is that we love that it can't, you know, there's no, it's safe for work. You know, yeah. there's, no, there's no nudity, there's none of this, there's none of that. Yeah. It's, it's clean, right? It's clean. I can yeah. look at it with my family. That's right. If your family likes to drink a lot of beer and cook steaks. That's right. right. That's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of drinking beer, Brian. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get into the, uh, well, oh, I forgot to say, Yo. as we always do, mm-hmm. uh, that if you want to get in touch with the Gentleman Podcast... Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to do that is to go to the your trustworthy U.S. Postal Service, write out a letter mm-hmm. to the Gentleman Podcast, mm-hmm. no address, and just put it in the mail. <laughs> and they'll, yeah. they'll know where to put it. They'll know where to, know where to, where to put it. it. No. Uh, you probably actually should put an address on there because, 
you know, I mean, I don't know where you're mailing it from. At least a return. Address. If you're mailing it for like Japan or something like that, <laughs> right? It's possible they might not right. know about the Jimmo podcast. Uh, we, we still might be like working towards catching on over there. Yeah, um, we're not quite that big in Japan yet, but no, I so feel it. I feel if it you're on. if you're if you're doing if you're mailing something from Antarctica or Japan, the address, as you should know by now, is PO Box four four two three zero five Lawrence Kansas six six zero four four. You can send us a letter. We'll take your letter. We'll put it on the Gentleman Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame. Brian. Both. The Hall and Wall. The Wall of Fame. <laughs> the Wall. The Wall of Fame. Uh, yeah, Brian, you know, we take letters seriously. I know uh-huh. you especially take letters seriously. I do. Uh, we had a discussion today about how you had just penned a letter to a uh, CEO of a uh, That's true. photo company. That's true. Who may or may not have... Getting, I got I got I got disappointed by yeah. a uh, a a big internet photo printing company, right? And uh, I wasn't happy about it. I I I, I, I didn't. I'm not going to mention the company by name because right. no mm-hmm. need to no need to throw more muck around than I have. But uh, I got I got kind of I got I got messed over a little bit during Christmas time when yeah. I was trying to purchase gifts for my family, and I mm-hmm. didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I pinned a letter to the CEO of this company mm-hmm. who will probably never, ever see it. Right. But I wrote a two-page-long two letter detailing my experience, and I told him at the end of it, I said, it, this is my last line, okay, that I said <laughs> in, the, in the letter. I said, if I was CEO of a company like Gentleman. Bleep. Oh, not not gentlemen. If, if I was CEO of a company like Bleep, <laughs> I would want to know this. Okay. I said, I don't know if you'll even care, but if I was a CEO of a company like mm-hmm. this, I would want to know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brian McKinney. Good day to you, sir. Good day. Good day. That's actually how I did it. I said, thank you for your time. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. no, I do. I think it's important. It's important. I think letters, you know, they, you know, you, I could have fired off a, I, I had an email exchange with their customer support and I figured, you know what? Well, Straight it to the top. It wasn't very fruitful, was it? No, it wasn't. It was Which is why you, yeah. you you rattled the sabers and went up the chain. Well, you know, I, it's like I said, I don't know if you'll ever read it, but yeah. I if I get a letter like that and I'm in charge of gentlemen and yeah. I get a letter like that, somebody's upset about something. That's right. I will I will pay attention. Hey, if we get a letter, we'll make it right. That's right. That's right. We'll we'll, we'll give you a full we'll refund. Yeah, that's right. I shouldn't say if we get a letter. If right. we get a letter, we yeah. get. Yeah. I'm saying a letter of that nature. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Which no one ever ah. sends us angry mail. Ever. No. Never. Never. No. No one ever sends us their bar tabs. Ever. We've... <laughs> anyway. We get all kinds of mail. It's good. It's good, though. We're glad, we're glad you, to get people, it. You people will not believe yeah. the kind of mail we get. Exactly. But it's it's good. It's all it's all fine. It's all it's all part of the process. It's all like part it. of the show, folks. That's right. So anyway, if you if you feel like send us a letter, send us a letter about anything. We get all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, so so send us a letter over the gentleman mailbag, and uh, or you can send us an email at howdy at gentleman com, or you know all the social crap that's out there. Right. You know, send us a selfie blah, blah, blah. on Instagram. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> okay. So all right, Glenn, let's get what get into what you were saying earlier about. Uh, let's get into the drink of the week. Yeah, I. I uh... I'm parched, Brian. I've been screaming at the TV, rooting on my Jayhawks. Oh, yeah. I could really use a, a, a cold brew right now. Well, you're in luck, Glenn. Okay. Um, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, and I, we were talking before. I'm not sure if we talked about this before. I think we probably have, but it doesn't matter because I don't think we did the uh, official beer rating on this. So I feel like the MTS was still in its infancy. That's right. We were still... We didn't publish our works yet in the we sci- had, scientific journals and we, Well, we had the big chalkboard up where we were like right. drawing back and forth and right. Xing stuff out and moving right you know the scientific formula around until we were actually able to arrive at the precise 
the, the precise MTS equation. Right. Have you ever seen a picture of Einstein? You know, his chalkboard. Or, right. Or, or like a, it's like a beautiful mind, basically. Right. Right. Or, or you know, writing it on the we wrote some on the Windows too. Like right. The exactly. Social network. That, yeah. That. Exactly. Like the the yeah. Exactly. Yeah, let's let's write this algorithm. Yeah. For uh, price times. <laughs> well, we can't give it away. Hops. Yeah. Uh, IBUs. Bitterness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Just trust us. It's super scientific. It is. And it took years of development. So anyway, this, di- this didn't get into the MTS yet, and I think that we need to talk about it, so I brought it over tonight. Um, this is Boulevard Brewery's uh, local Kansas City brewery. We've talked about them many times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already vetted them. They are uh, rock solid as far as yep. we're concerned, so we don't need to go into their history or whatever, but uh, this is their Irish Ale. Glenn, this is, and I didn't realize this, but this is their spring seasonal. This is a spring seasonal. We're game. there, Brian. It is mid-January. Pretty soon. I mean, it's like we start talking about the the Oktoberfest ales early, yeah. August. We start talking about Christmas ales in September. Yeah, pretty soon the shandies are going to be making their way out. Too. Yeah, summer, <laughs> summertime. Uh-huh. Well, we're already at spring, you know, but... Uh, yeah, what, what, Groundhog's Day is like the 2nd of February? I'm something not like sure. That? I, don't I don't know. know. I know that in early. Kansas... The average temperature really starts to spike up around mid-February. Okay, so we got a month. It's where, it be, like, basically like two degrees every day or something, it starts to really okay. ramp up, you know? Or okay. maybe it's one degree. One degree makes more sense. Still, I'll take it. But yeah, by the end of February is kind of where the averages are up. So anyway, point is, Glenn, uh, yeah, spring's right around the corner. Yes. And part of spring is this delicious Irish ale. I I get this all the time. Uh, it's, on a lot, it's on tap at a lot of ro- local restaurants. Mm. Um, and I, 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 I'm a big fan. Of this one. It's been a long time since I've had the Irish ale. This is a this is a lighter. Uh, well, it's an ale, so it's going to be lighter, right, Brian? Or- yeah, I mean the. Uh, okay, so IBUs 30, 30 IBUs, okay. uh, 5.8% alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, early. Oh, this is an early spring seasonal beer. Oh, so not only is perfect. it a spring beer, it's an early spring seasonal beer. Uh, it's a Midwestern tribute, according to their website. It's a mid- Midwestern tribute to legendary red ales of Old Ireland. Mm. Six kinds of pale and roasted barley malts to provide a rich, toasty flavor and tawny reddish hue. I was going to say, I can see through the bottle, so that's uh, a little bit different than mm-hmm. what we've been throwing back recently. So, Okay, well, let's uh, let's give this a shot. Okay, uh, what, was the, what was the price on... $9, $8.99. Now, but I will say about this that if I... Some, some stores in town have Boulevard cheaper than Okay. Others. So I think it depends on the store. Because if I went to a different store, I think I could have gotten it for eight bucks. Mm, okay. So we'll call it a wash, and we'll say that it was uh, right around eight fifty, which is That's our watermark. Yeah. So yeah. price is no factor in the in the MTS for the Irish ale. Yeah. All right. So all right, right. I'm excited about this. Mm, it smells lovely. <sighs> Cheers. Salud. Ooh it's very yeah. Very good. Nice and smooth. I like this one a lot. Smooth and like. Mm. You can definitely taste the malty, mm-hmm. really super malty, sweet. It's like, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of it's almost yeah. like the, ooh yeah. Mm. It's funny because with this uh, mm. being all stuffed up, it's almost hard to taste stuff. So, well, not me, Brian. It's like I'm, I'm blind and you're you're explaining the. Let beer me to be me. My, let me be your palate. Yeah, <laughs> I might need you to. Uh, I realize you know the. On their website, they have food pairings and recipes, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the pairings is pizza. So, interesting. Not, being a big fan of pizza myself, I, I could see why that that <laughs> why you're gravitated. But yeah, it. maybe that maybe there's something to that. Maybe uh, wow, 
Well, I like that it's sweet and mellow. Again, I'm not a big hop. We're not big hops, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 30 IBUs is just fine with me. Especially yep. this kind of beer is a little... There's like a tinge of like some kind of berry or something towards yeah, the Yeah, there's something, something in there. I don't know. I don't know. I can't read the label. Um, but anyway, it's a... Whew. Yeah, I like it. Let's see here. So, yeah, MTS, what are you thinking, Glenn? Price, price not a factor, so it doesn't hurt, it doesn't help it. Uh, we've been giving some really high rankings in beers lately. We have, but we've, we've, got, we've but had for good some reason. good ones. Yeah, we've had some good um, ones. Man, all right. I, I want to say, like, I would give this, like, an 8.2. 8.2. I was thinking, like, an 8.0. Okay. 8.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. It's just it doesn't mm. st- it doesn't stand out. You know, it's kind of like right. It, it's a wallflower beer, right? And then actually, you know what? what? As I think about this, like you can't. I mean, you could. I guess you could have a lot of them. Not not that you'd want to, but I'm saying like you just don't notice it. Yeah, it's just kind of there. Yeah, which is good, mm-hmm. but it's not like a right. Oh, oh. But yeah, it's just yeah. It's a solid beer. It's good, good yeah. beer. So maybe okay. How about the eight point Okay, let's do that. We agree then. Only eight point oh. I think so. Okay. All now, right. what do beer snob? What do yeah? What do beer snobs say about a? Let's have a look. Let's see what they say. <laughs> uh, this, they're not far off here. It's um, beer snobs rated as an eighty three. So pretty good. Pretty close. <sighs> pretty close. Well, yet again. Just proving that the MTS is wildly well, not wildly. The MTS is more accurate and far superior. In oh yeah, an arbitrary rating scale. Well, you can't really blame Beer Snob. Beer for, Snob for. Uh, I mean, you can blame them for not using the MTS, but for their ratings, I mean, their their ratings are completely arbitrary. Where ours are scientific, so right. You know, if they're off by a few points, you know, it's like almost like well, well done, guys, because your ratings are completely arbitrary, right? And yet they got fairly close to our scientific ratings. Mm-hmm. So, but sun always we shines, will, right, you know, right, right, right. You know, you know the rest of the old children's tale. I think it's an Irish, Irish ale, Irish tale, Irish tale, Irish tale, tale. Yeah, Irish tale ale. Okay, well, all right, Glenn. Well, so that was the uh, so go out and get yourself some Boulevard Irish Ale if you want a nice early spring, uh, refreshing beer. Yeah, and I, you know this will come into play later, Brian. The Irish Irish Ale spring um, weather. Yes, this is going to come into play later as we yeah, start talking gonna, about some tax here, like we're going yeah, to in a second. So exactly. just keep that in mind as you're listening and right and and and, and uh, you know drinking with your ears, drinking with listeners your ears. out there. I like that. Um, anyway, just suck it on down. <laughs> <laughs> Savor it. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Okay, so good beer. Well yeah. done. Well done, Boulevard. We uh, we salute you. We salute you. And we have an official rating now. So, shall we uh, talk about some tax that we found this week? Let's do it. Okay. Well, um, there was a lot of great stuff posted in the last... Actually, today in particular. But uh-huh. uh, a lot of great stuff on the site. Um uh, stuff that if you want to waste some time, you can. Yes, uh, lots of time wasting stuff. Actually, it's not wasted. It's I it's like to think of it as betterment, enriching. Yeah, yeah. It's it enriches your life. Right. It's more. Yeah. It's not demanding. You know. No. Well, anyway, uh, the first the first tack that we're going to talk about today is added by. Now, this Brian, this is going to shock you. Okay, but I'm prepared. There's a, there's a there's a member named Zamoose. That is in our community. Yes, I'm aware. Okay, well, he posted a uh, article by Rodentrack. 
uh-huh. titled The Secret Racing Test Tunnel That No One Wants to Talk About. Okay. And it, it goes on. Um, it's a long article. It is a long article. Um, it's about this journalist who I'm guessing at some point was a, in the racing world and somehow. And, I think uh, just as an observer. I think he's okay. just a racing fan. Okay, just a big, big advocate, big yeah. fan. And he kind of heard... For a long time, he's been hearing like whispers about this tunnel in Pennsylvania. There used to be an old um, railroad, yeah, underground like railroad tunnel. Uh huh. And like, was Carnegie to Vanderbilt? Car- Carnegie and Vanderbilt got together and they built all these tunnels for a railroad system that got completely built, I guess, almost. Right. And then investors pulled out and they had to shut it down. So. They had all these empty tunnels sitting around, basically, and then a lot of them were repurposed for highways. Right. Uh, but some of them weren't. So right. So some of them were just abandoned tunnels that never really got used. Right. So the uh, some some racing magnets, or uh-huh. at least one, got got together and bought one. And uh, but it's like a very secretive, like kind of lair, and it's hard to get. Like the the the, re, uh, the writer had a hard time getting any information about it, and just would get leads here and there that were thin. And finally, finally, he gets a tip from a guy who actually ra- tested cars in the tunnel. Uh huh. And he talked to the guy, and he was talking. You know, the guy had all these great stories about testing this car in the tunnel. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was pretty interesting because I, I didn't realize how. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but he was basically saying they had to be so secretive about it because. The racing world is so competitive right. that if you come up with some advantage over the other car, and even if it's you know split second of yeah. difference, that could be winning or losing. Right. And so if you if you figure something out like that, you don't want anybody else to know about it because mm-hmm. if everybody knows about it, then they'll they'll be able to replicate that and you know gain that advantage back. So he's basically saying that. It, they, they're using it to do different tests on uh, wind resist. I mean, yeah, in there in the tunnel, the there's the the wind is basically constant, and so that they could do testing in there that you really can't simulate in like a wind tunnel or anything artificial. I think you could actually do a, a real legit run right. in the tunnel with accounting for all the constant, you know. Uh, so basically, they're saying you could take the air out of the equation and then run tests on the car and see what it does. Uh, but anyway, so he, he had the hardest time trying to get any kind of confirmation. On it. And, this, and the, the story is just all about how he took the time to to track down all the leads and visit the place several times. And it doesn't sound like he ever really got he official. Never got in. It looks like he took pictures outside of it. Or... The guy kept promising him if he could get a Ferrari to test there that yeah, he would the go down there. The... Well, but he also says that he's not sure if that guy's the owner or not. He yeah, he never confirms that he's he is or isn't the owner. But when he when he contacted like the public. Uh, author- like the, Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission, the PTC, yeah, the, the the authority that's supposed to be in charge of it, he would call them and they'd say, "Oh, I, I don't know, we'll have to check on that." And then he'd get a call from this guy's press agent, the like the rich guy's racing yeah. guy's press agent, like two minutes later, yeah, saying like, "Oh, don't talk about this," you know, whatever. Yeah. So he said basically they apparently have like a bat phone over to this guy anytime yeah. somebody calls to ask about it. So. <laughs> I don't it's know. To, that's what that's what's like if you just told me they race I mean they have there's like a tunnel where they race cars and test them in Pennsylvania I'm like yeah, yeah that's cool yeah. but the whole like story this about this tunnel does not exist yeah exactly pretend you didn't see this well and it's funny because they don't even try to hide it that much because apparently there's like stacks of racing tires like all around the tunnel it's like what's going on here yeah. well they're probably testing right. you know cars <laughs> out race here. cars yeah uh, exactly I'm limb here uh, but anyway, interesting article. Yeah, I, yeah. this is pretty cool. I don't know anything about racing, so it was an interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, there's a lot of interesting points about it that I picked up. So 
pretty cool stuff. Yeah, just goes to show the 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 devils in the details when it comes to racing. There, yeah. Uh, there's a quote in there about how just you know five pounds of weight distributed uh-huh. in the wrong way in a car can make the difference over the course of a race. And yeah, absolutely. So, so every little every little advantage. Uh, that's like a that's like a a, a good um, lesson in life, Brian. That's true. It's true. The smallest things sometimes make the biggest difference. That's true. It's true, Glenn. Well, yeah, much like much like that, much like the smallest things sometimes make a big difference. Uh, we're gonna talk about this next hack, and it's posted by <laughs> uh, user. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this guy before. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Is it corny with a K? Yeah. O nine. Corny O nine. Corny O nine. So I, I don't know what that means, but uh, we'll take it. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, it's a, a nice little article uh, about how to predict the weather, and, and it talks about several different uh, indicators. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about like not checking the weather channel, right? Right. No, there's no app, right? There's no app involved. So if here. there's no app, how do you know, you know, it, w- what the weather's going to be like? And it says that there's a few like. Old school like wives' tales, old wives' tale kind of things that are actually somewhat legit, uh, and they go through a bunch of these in this article. Right, like for example, one of the um, ways to break the weather is they say you can pour you know, bubbles in your coffee. If you pour your coffee, right, uh, and watch the bubbles form, if they move quickly to the cup's edge, expect good weather. Right, but if the bubbles stay in the mug's center, clouds and rain can be on the way. And they're saying the reason is the high pressure pushes the bubbles to the edge. High pressure is an indicator of good weather, right? Um, which seems like there's the, with all these things, O'Brien. There's there's like three or four other examples. Like it talks about animals. It talks about right. Uh, you know uh, the way the clouds are formed. Um, if you see you know like rings around the moon, uh-huh. or, they're all kind of like um, th- I think they're rooted in uh, the right in, in a very accurate. Maybe way to to tell the weather, but right. there's so many variables that go with right. like bubbles forming in your coffee. Uh huh. Like, what does it, it say seems, about cream? See, some of this stuff. Just, <laughs> like, some of this stuff just seems made up to me. Yeah, I mean, like the yeah. cricket one. It says count the number of times a cricket chirps in 14 seconds, and then add 40 to that number. The resulting number should come close to the temperature in Fahrenheit. Yeah, uh, uh, that seems totally I, made up. You know what? We should we should take this article to task. Yeah, Do try a, try uh, all these things. Uh, I like the, the. There's a lot of like little poems that go along with these, like "Red sky at night, sailors delight." Red sky in the morn, sailors take warn. Yeah, I've actually heard that one before. I have too. I, that's the one I've actually heard. And I, uh, they they go through and they do a bunch of these talking about campfires, right? Uh, you know, whatever. The greatest thing about this article, though, is they go through all these things. And they're like, yeah, you know, you, it's, it's true that this 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 thing could be indicating different weather. Tools of the trade at the end, right. Get a barometer. Yep. Get a barometer. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. but and, and, and then the article goes on to tell you the different levels. Uh-huh. That's actually Parametric reading. Yeah. You know. well, that, that's actually good to know. You're right. But I was reading something today about how phones are now shipping with barometers. Really? So this is actually kind of helpful. But I guess it totally you know renders the article useless because yeah. you could also just pull up an app to but, show a radar, uh-huh. per se, of yeah. where you are. But anyway... I think it's. Uh, I thought you know. I think I'd like to get a like a old school barometer around here. I know like my dad used to have one of those old yeah dialed barometers. Yep. You know, and yeah. that was pretty cool. My dad has always been big into like weather and you know uh-huh. storm fronts moving in and stuff like that. So he was always he always knew you know like oh pressure front you know coming through yeah look out and he yeah. he was pretty good at it you know yeah. and this is before 
you know electricity modern modern yeah that's right he <laughs> he got his candle out in the morning yeah, and looked right. at the barometer and, right yeah so yeah i don't know i, I kind of want to get a barometer and and just i mean you're right i could just pull out my app and look and see at the weather but it's cooler to have you know i don't know there's something to that needs a, a barometer on the wall yeah that'd be cool be nice little constant addition. it's probably a constant uh pressure in that office <laughs> probably <laughs> i don't know what that means I, well anyway yeah atmospheric pressure atmospheric pressure uh job pressure i don't know well but yeah anyway. this is this is a great article well done corneo nine yes um informative and uh helpful at the same time yeah if you want to check i that we didn't go through all the stuff that all no. the all the indicators of there's something about cicadas, the way that yeah. the animals behave, and I've heard all these things before. Yeah, so there must be something to it. Yeah, uh, but anyway, if you want, if you want to go check it out, you can stop my podcast.gentleman.com, and uh, well, I'll have the link up there. You can go through it. All right, Brian. Before we get to the next hack, yep. I would like to um, do a. Uh, uh, I would like to circle back and okay. do an update on a tack that we posted last week. Okay. Um, we talked about the reverse sear method. Yes. Uh, the steak. This is the where you do the moonwalk dance while you're right. cooking the steak. Right. Yeah, and that really that helps the uh, lock in the flavor. Right. You know? Right. It gets uh, a little extra spice. Really. really yeah. That you can so taste your own real rub. Um, so I, I tried it. I had some okay. friends over. Um, Lynn and I had some friends over for dinner, and I had some steaks. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, normally I just fire up the grill, go to town on these. Yeah. But I listen to the gentleman podcast. Well, I help make it. But yeah. because of this, I know about the reverse sear method. Right. right? Knowledge so, is power. Knowledge is power. So I, I, I went, looked up the reverse sear method, watched the video again, uh-huh. um, and I tried it out. And so I got, I, you know, went through the oven, you know, you throw the steaks in the oven. Get the internal temperature up to like I think it was one twenty five. Yep, and toss them in the pan. Well, I right. thought the time I thought you know what I just I just love the taste of grill grill yeah. grilled steaks. So I'm gonna instead of doing the pan cast iron skillet, I'm gonna go there's steaks in the grill. So I did that, but unfortunately I ran out of propane halfway through. <laughs> so then it was back in the frying pan. Okay, uh, but to finish them out. Long story short, the so you did kind of a you did like a, a reverse grill <laughs> sear, right? So Re- kind of, there's a little bit of grill, but really not that much. Yeah, just a little, and then back in yeah. the pan. So anyway, the end product though was fantastic. Really? Yes. Yeah. We've yeah. also had another listener email us about how they tried it as well, and it worked really, really well. Okay. So, so anyway. All right. Look so at the reverse sear, people. Reverse sear, yeah, it's we, a thing. We got uh, episode forty-one, I think, for the yeah. last last week episode. We talked about reverse sear. It's either forty or forty-one or forty. I, I think, think it's, it's last 41. one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, you can check out podcast.gentleman.com and episode forty-one. We've got a link out there. Uh, check out the reverse sear method. I might try that, but we ha- we talked about how I, I I smoked up my entire house by trying to do this at one point. But well, you should try to do the you should try the reverse sear uh, gr- grill. grill. Sear. method yeah reverse your yeah. grill method yeah because i think it would work too the the yeah you're just trying to get crust Basically on the outside just, of like that. toss a steak on stick it off you could throw it on the coals even yeah i mean yeah. i've seen people that do that yeah so uh, yeah. yeah i don't know All right, once it gets a little closer to spring i'll have to we'll get the grills out and start yes getting after it. whoa, whoa, whoa. you put your grill away this spring <laughs> come on man 
I'm not a grill master like you. There's no I, off season. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, for a long time we didn't have a refrigerator, so we, you know, <laughs> yeah, without refrigeration, it it becomes hard to right. Uh, you know. The raccoons and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you never know. Nope. You never know, Glenn. All right, so we got one more tax to talk about, Brian, yep. today. Yep. Uh, and this one, I think that I'm going to let you handle because you. This sounds. Um, you have experience with this this particular region of the world, and I don't understand a lot of what is going on in this article. <laughs> I don't understand it either. I, oh, okay, good. I'm not the only I, one. I, the first time I realized that this was a thing was not in Australia. I never heard of. I've never heard of this sport being important in Australia while I was there. Uh, this is about a brawl that breaks out. Uh, in a during a darts match mm-hmm. at a Melbourne, I don't. It's like a it's like a Melbourne, uh, some kind of looks like a arena stadium. Like yeah. Arena? No. By the way, this this tack was added by our our good friend Trig Joe, oh, yeah, who has sorry. been yeah. Not to diminish Trig Joe's no importance in this yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Sorry, Trig Joe. Sorry. Yeah. I I forgot to talk about that. Nope. I got so yeah. excited. No. About no. No. It's fine. Talking, talking about, about Australia. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. I went over. I went over to Ireland uh, a few years ago, and I was sitting in a, a bar there, and uh, I look up on the television, and they've got a dart match going. Except it's like really intense. Like <laughs> you know, they've got fans there, and they're all yeah. you know like going crazy for these like two dart, and it's like you know, it's almost like uh, kingpin for darts. <laughs> these guys, you know, they're really good at darts, but they're, you know, they're they're portly guys. They're old and bald. They're drinking I think they're, beer. I think they're drinking beer and everything. <laughs> and they're they're throwing darts and it's really like it's crazy. So I I I was kind of surprised by that. But I didn't hear about that while I was in Australia. I never noticed anybody watching darts when I was in Australia. Um so but anyway, this that this takes place in Australia. And apparently they are having a darts tournament final in Melbourne. And uh, it was halted by crowd trouble, which I don't. I mean, that's a weird way to say it. But basically, they're saying like a riot broke out at the yeah during the the. I guess there's a hometown favorite guy, and he was he was like playing the world champion or something in darts. Something happened, and I don't. The, the video is so weird because the video is only a minute long, and all you can see is people tossing chairs, plastic onto, chairs, plastic chairs onto a platform. You don't see anything else, but apparently there's a big fight because. They have a picture, which is awesome. Which is this? Uh, you know, this is a great another picture. another twist of the story. Yeah, the fans are dressed in. Uh... I don't know weird attire. It's it. The, the picture shows a guy helping, trying to help a guy get up off the floor, and it says a spectator dressed as an Oompa Loompa tends to an injured man, while another man dressed as Robin looks on. This is the guy. And I tell quote. you, the guy look. I mean, it's exact. He he has perfect costume of an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, yeah I don't hair know and what, everything. I don't know what that is. It's a fifty six thousand seat capacity venue. I've never heard of it. Itihad Stadium. I've never heard of that before. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. But anyway, where do they get all the plastic chairs? I think I think the, the stadium floor. They were all what stadium. The- what stadium rents up plastic I don't chairs? Know. I don't They're know. They're like lawn chairs. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot about this article that I don't understand. Oh man! It, wow. Uh, the video. The video on the top of the article is just great. And then they also they include some tweets at the bottom. Okay. The uh, the actual. <laughs> The arena actually is for uh, the stadium is for uh, Aussie Rules football okay. team. Aussie Rules football. Okay, I think. Well, no, never mind. Melbourne Victory. This, this must be oh, soccer. Lo- local Aussie Rules teams. Oh, I, okay. 
I don't think those are those are not like AFL teams. Melbourne Storm is not an AFL team. I don't think so. Wow. Anyway, sorry. I yeah. It's really weird. Somebody said that they... The other caption that's great from the others. Fans in Hawaiian shirts throw chairs at fellow spectators as trouble escalated. Yeah, there's like guys dressed in drag. There's guys dressed as like Pocahontas. <laughs> I don't know what that uh, there, and There's like a bunch of Hawaiian shirt wearing dudes. Yeah, I don't know. They must have teams. I don't understand. But I, my initial, my knee-jerk reaction was, I like this. Yeah. Like, I like the contest. Yeah. I just like knowing that somewhere in this world, there's a dart contest with yeah. people dressed up. As an Oompa Or, you know, as Pocahontas. Right. And they're, they're, they're getting, they're starting brawls. Like, yes. this is just. Yeah. And to me, I've never been to Australia. You say it's a beautiful country. You say, you've told me about how the, the people there are pretty feisty. Odd lot, maybe a little bit, and uh, this this to me just personifies Australia. It's like yeah. it's like sums it all up in my head for me. I feel like yeah, chair throwing like, dart match. I think that this would probably be embarrassing to a lot of people in Australia, really, because it's not really what they're about. You okay, know? you know what I mean? I mean, this is like yeah, I'm sure it's brawl a breaks out and yeah. you know redneck. KU basketball game. Whoa, 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 like whoa, 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 You know what I mean? Redneck like, KU basketball I'm game? I'm just saying. Like, you know, like, it's something like that happened. And they're like, oh, these these crazy Americans. You know? <laughs> that's true. It's like, no, that's not really the full story. But right. still, it is an interesting thing. And, and I don't know what caused the brawl. There must have just been, like, a fight that broke out. And then it kind of escalated into a big thing. I don't right. know. It's a country founded by convicts. That's true. All right. It's what true. do you expect? It's true. That's true. All right. We well, anyway, I yeah, I uh, I'm not sure, man. I <laughs> you got to check out one of those dark matches, though. I guess it's a thing. It's so intense, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it was a crazy thing, man. We should watch it TV, and it's like this huge crowd, and people are going crazy. It's like it's like a world like it's a poker like championship, like curling, maybe, or you know, like the the no, poker. Yeah, you ever watch the poker yeah. on TV? It's oh, kind of yeah. like that, except it's like I don't know. It's really weird. When I was in college, I got hooked on watching World Series of Poker. I I, I never liked that. Really? I, I, oh man, I couldn't stand it. It's awesome. Ugh. Well, anyway, yeah, that's that's a hot button topic, maybe. World Series of Poker? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. This is a sport. Anyway, Glenn. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, Glenn. That's, all right. That's neither here nor there. So uh, if you're at a dart match in Melbourne, uh, be careful. Yeah, be you ca- never know what's going to happen. Watch you out for flying long Plastic chairs. chair. Yeah, you never know. And Oompa will be there to help you out. So. At the end of the day, they're always there. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, Glenn. Uh, so it's time for the uh, toast of the... Jumma Toast. Jumma Toast. All right. Now, oh, I forgot about the toast. Yeah. We have an interesting toast. No, this is... Uh, do you know what it is? is I think it, so. Is it interesting? Do you know what it is? They're always interesting, Brian. Yeah. Is this a trick question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what, what it is. What toast are we talking about, Glenn? Are we, are we uh, toasting uh, Ohio State? Yes, okay, we are. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I finally... I was just yes. testing you. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Ohio State football team. Uh, just won the national championship uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to shout, shout out to the Ohio State. I'm not a huge Ohio State fan. I'm a Kansas State fan. Right. Um, you know, but they they, they they shocked America. They did. No one thought they should be in the playoff. Uh, they won the championship. Yeah. Beat Oregon. So. And yet another example of why the the playoff system in college football was yeah. a, is a win. Right? Yeah. Year one, they definitely... 
figured out that it was important to have the playoff. I mean, Absolutely. Two teams that would have never been in the BCS championship were in the college football playoff championship. And the, the, the two games that played before that... Yep. Before the championship. Yep. Were awesome. Yeah. Great games. Yeah. Well, I think the the championship game broke a uh, college ratings ratings for college football ratings record. I, I might be a in general rating. Record. I know. I, know. I know tons of people tuned in for the two games, so yeah. I know they knew that it was going to be big. So this is my thing, Brian. We talked about this what last week. Uh huh. They gotta expand it now because there's so much money on the table. Yeah, I think it. I you know that's kind of inevitable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's a good thing. It's, I, I think it'll be a cool. But I don't know that much about Ohio State. I know a little bit about Urban Meyer. Um, I know that like he, I was he had this crazy breakdown after Florida. Yeah. Like I guess you know he just he got so obsessed with winning and, yeah. and had like a total meltdown after his like family. Like I think his daughter said something to him about like she was giving like her speech at at some, like maybe your graduation speech or something like that and she was like thanks for being there for for me mom he's like she's like dad you've never been there but you know whatever oh so, seriously yeah or something like that and so Whoa. apparently she just ripped him about how he was like growing up she he was never around and stuff like that so i think just like all these things happened and they were like having a like a losing season at florida or something so it was just like <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, I think he basically had a breakdown, and he had to like leave coaching and uh, think about it for a while, for like a year. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, a couple years. He, he was, was in Florida okay. a while ago. But uh, anyway, so Man. yeah, yeah. I, so it's interesting. And the guy, I guess, is just so wrapped up in winning that you know, I I don't know. He gets good results. Now, I will say that Ohio State, like we talked about, they have some really good athletes. They do. Uh, you know. <laughs> Some of the best recruits in the country go to Ohio State. So. Man, so I think it's I, people are talking about. We talked about this last time how it's amazing that they they got that far, and now that they've won a national championship with a third string quarterback. Yep. Okay. Now I was watching the third string quarterback play, and the whole time I was thinking I would kill for that third string quarterback right. as my team's right first string quarterback. First string quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Please, please. There's transfer. probably a lot of positions. Like yeah. that at Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was reading something crazy today. They were saying, like, the guy should go, the, the third string quarterback should declare for the draft. After this year? After this year. Yeah, he should because he's not going to play anymore. Well, they, they, they were basically saying that this is the highest his stock will ever be because yeah. he just won the national championship. You know, like, it it can't go anywhere but down from here, you know, no matter what. Even if he's a starting quarterback. You know, right. He's basically, like, you know, on cloud nine right now, you know. So he played three games. Yeah, exactly. Four, four games. Three. So he's played three college games. Yeah, and he's. I think I want to say he's going to be a junior next year or something like that. Okay. So. So he's know. got the tools. He's old enough. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? That'd yeah. be interesting to see if he does it. Anyway, so yeah, it was interesting. It's an interesting game. I was surprised by it. I thought it would be. I thought the very least it would be way back and forth, but it was just kind of a one-sided affair. It was basically. very lopsided. Like, yeah, so felt lopsided. It did. I, I, you know, Oregon fans would probably disagree with me on that one, but yeah, I watched most of the game, and the game was. Uh, I thought it started out really well, um, but you're right. Like, you know, kind of midway through the second, basically from the second quarter on, it was just kind uh-huh. of a. It was Oregon's game that, or, was, or, or Alabama. It was, <laughs> let me get the right teams here. Yeah, um, Ohio State's game to lose. So. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, what Urban Meyer winning three national championships, two different schools. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty solid record. Yeah. So, 
I think they got lightning in the bottle, the old NCAA does. Yeah. This is a huge money-generating sport. Yeah, with the the 18 playoff, it could be pretty massive. And now, I mean, college football, the popularity has been on the rise. Yeah. But, I mean, the NFL is, I think in terms of ratings and, you know, attention, the NFL is way above. But with the playoff system, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's true. It's true. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, toast to uh, Mm -hmm. Ohio State national champion football team. Win it, well getting done, it done so. with the third string quarterback. That's right. Pretty awesome. Um, okay, Glenn. Well, uh, now it is, uh, as we see here, it's... Uh, Speaking of third string the, quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> time for the... Uh, Somebody topic. topic. Um, <laughs> um, Glenn... I, have you ever heard? I, I don't know if you've heard of these things before. They're, 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 there's these things called selfies. I uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Self, it's like a self picture that you take of yourself. Yeah, they call them selfies. Hmm. Anyway, I you know I, I have not heard this phenomenon before. I was reading this article, but apparently it's a thing. Brian, I can say confidently, I have never taken a selfie. Ever? I hang, I hang my head on that. Really? Well, maybe like when I was in fifth grade or something, and I was like trying to figure out how to work the camera. <sighs> Taking a selfie before. Sometimes you just have to. Nope. Wow, that's that's an impressive stand you took there. I, I want to fact check this, but I'm pretty positive I've never. I'm pretty sure I could find a picture, a selfie I picture dare you. of you. I dare you to find a selfie of me. <laughs> okay, I could. I feel like I could find one. Okay, knock stuff out. I might have to enlist Lynn's help with this, but go ahead and do it. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Glenn, this is an interesting story about how the band Kiss mm-hmm. are they're debuting their new app mm-hmm. that they created. It's called Kiss Me, and uh, it's <laughs> I love how you said that with a straight face. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> what it is is a selfie app where you you take a picture of yourself oh. and then you press a button. As I understand it, you press a button and it makes you look like a member of Kiss. And then you can share that on various social networks and stuff like that. You could probably take a picture of it, print it out, put it in a letter, and send it in the mail as well. So, where do, where do we begin? Well, first of with all, with this topic. First of all, I want to say that Paul Stanley. I, I found this. I found this article, and they they've got a video of Paul Stanley, <laughs> and they got. We were trying to do the math on this before the show, and I think he's got to be in his mid to late sixties. Yeah, I would say probably mid sixties is pretty fair. It's got to be because he, here I'll just do I'll just yeah do just look it, real it up. Quick. See what I, I would guess he's in his mid sixties and I would say sixty to sixty five. God bless him. He's doing the the promo video for this app. He's talking to a sixty two. He's sixty two. A USA Today reporter. Sorry, Paul Stanley. He's only sixty two. Uh, he's he's talking to the reporter talking about this app with a straight I mean straight face and everything like that. A <laughs> full kiss get up Regalia. makeup. Yeah. Costume, yeah. He's got like an open chest, like leather studded, like, nipples everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just you know, and he's, you know, he's like sixty two years old. He looks, it's it's incredible, man. Here's the thing, I don't understand, Brian. Let's before we get on this topic. All right, he he he's taking care of himself. He must this work dude's out. Cut. He yeah. must work out. Yeah, but when you're sixty two, do you, do you think he dyes his chest hair? <laughs> I I thought maybe, about that. Maybe. 
I don't know. I don't know. They don't. They don't go into that in the article. Well, they didn't. It never. Yeah. It wasn't a very hard hitting article apparently because they didn't ask the yeah. tough questions. They didn't ask the, It yeah. was kind of a softball. Yeah. Apparently. You yeah. Me. Tell us about your app. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I just want to. First of all, but I thought the it was really interesting because uh, you don't. I. It seems like kind of a. I mean, like the Kiss app. You know what I mean? Like it, selfies are out of control. Kit, I don't know who came up with the idea for this app. But anyway, Paul Stanley talks about it, and he's very reasonable about it. He's basically saying that like they've always had this Kiss Army where they they yep. try to engage people in different ways, and he's kind of like just talking about social media in general. And he's just basically like, yeah, I mean, you know, we we've had the Kiss Army forever. We've always believed in like having fans that are able to like be involved with what we do, and this is just another extension of that. And he talks about a lot of a lot of stuff, you know, just kind of very interesting to see him kind of just talk through some of these stuff and it's not ridiculous it seems like it'd be ridiculous he's wearing right. a kiss outfit i mean he it is ridiculous it is ridiculous but he seems but very with it when he's yeah. describing all this stuff you'd be talking to like a phd at you know yeah or even yeah. harvard harvard business review or something or, yeah the ceo of some company yeah yeah, just yeah basically like, yeah, yeah exactly you know, like i don't know so it's just i thought it was kind of interesting i don't know i i don't think the app's probably very i think they, i don't know what else you could do with a kiss app i'm not sure i that's the thing is like i get I, I no, actually, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I get it. I get why they would. I get no. I don't get it. I'm trying to find ways to understand why you would like why you would build a kiss app. Yeah, because they want to. They want to. They want to harness the power of social media to. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm, the but, idea is that you take a picture of yourself looking like Kiss and then you send it to your friends. Yeah, but do your friends? And then your friends Wanna become know? Kiss fans. <laughs> that's, that. that's, that's, yeah. that's my next jump here. Yeah, There's I, a logical chasm right. in between where they go from taking a selfie and Kiss clothes. I don't know. I mean, I guess Kiss does have the benefit of having like that iconic look, right? Yep. They're the glam, weird. What do you call? I don't know what you call that. They were kind of yeah. Style. I mean, they were one of the first uh, bands. Not really glam. It was it, it was like right. a. I don't know what you call that. That. The the whole like full on makeup thing, you know. I mean, David Bowie, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's, it's not glam rock, is it? It's not really glam rock. It's I don't know what it is. Well, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. The, the app, uh, you know. I don't know. I just Kiss has never been one to shy away from like ridiculous things. Yeah. So, like the Gene Gene Simmons show and right. Uh, you know they're they're out there marketing every. I mean, they're, they're, this is I think the bigger issue here is the the issue of bands um, using innovative ways to get uh, mind share, basically. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting in people's heads. Yeah, yeah. And an app. Well, I personally wouldn't download this. Maybe a big Kiss fan would. Yeah, I could see where if it was like an app that like you took a picture and then sent it to the Kiss Army, right. Just kind of like build the thing. community right. out of you know people that like, are interested. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna meet other like, Kiss fans. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 Like a Kiss dating app, maybe. <laughs> you know how I keep like watching television and there's like all these like more and more ridiculous subsets of dating apps. Yes. You know. It's yeah. like okay. I was on a website today. Website just today. Saw yeah. an ad for. Um, uh, Powerlifters. Powerlifters. Who wanted to have a power? It was like a pic, picture of a chick, like, you know, like trying to deadlift something. And she's like, got this look, and you're like, oh, yeah. But she's all like muscly and burly, and just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, that's a whole nother hot button topic. Yeah. Um, anyway, Glenn. Yeah. I, no, I was just joking about that, sort of. But um, it's not, it's no joke. Well, 
Yeah, but no, I, I, you're right. A community building app based on the Kiss Army. I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. I, I loved, in the video, I love uh, Paul Stanley's closing closing line, and it was, is the app serious? No. But it is serious fun. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a great line. Uh, that's total Paul Stanley right there, too. Right. Uh, what I like about Kiss is is uh, they keep having farewell tours. Yeah. You know, for the last 10 years, they've been having farewell tours. So much money, you know? I mean, I remember some... It's like $100 million or something oh, yeah, the first time yeah, they yeah. got back together. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then they're like, holy crap, we just made $100 million? Goodbye uh, again. Round two of yeah. our farewell tour. Not everybody saw us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we tour. didn't want to... Yeah, make sure everybody... We're not done yet. Yeah. Uh, it's, like those, it's like those ads you get like, closing at midnight. Well, now yeah. it's closing yeah. at 6 a.m. Yeah. You know? Uh, right, right. Sun extended. Yeah. Closing... Going at a business sale. Uh Never go out of business. So I, it'll be interesting to see how many people actually download. I wish there was a way to know how many people downloaded the apps. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Not that, yeah. I, not that I care too much. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to download the Kiss selfie app. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll send you a pic of me as dressed up as Paul Stanley. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Yeah. Uh... Well, anyway. Well, anyway. So that's the... All right. Yeah. So that, that's I'm not sure how that was a hot button topic. You but. know, it's, it's, it was selfies and kiss and all that stuff. It's very prevalent these yeah, days. These kids true. and their selfies. True. 62-year-old Paul Stanley. Man, I hope I look that good now. <laughs> I, yeah. He looks better than I do. Yeah. He looks younger than I do. Yeah. So, well, well done, Paul. Yeah. Um Okay, Glenn. Well, it's time for uh, the final segment of episode 42 already. Okay. Uh, this is a question from the gentleman mailbag. Glenn, <laughs> uh, this, is a t- this is a timely topic that mm. you know, Christmas just ended yes, not is. too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And uh, we're trying to. The question is uh, what, we're, at what point. At what point do you? Is it just too long to? You've got to take your Christmas tree's been up for like two weeks after Christmas, right? Still there. All the ornaments are still on it, right? You got lights all over the place. It's like blaring in your neighbor's yard, right? Uh, it's, it's two weeks after Christmas. When do you, when do you when you call it, it quits? Yeah. At what point is it no longer socially acceptable? Exactly. Yeah. That was a really long way of saying that. What you just <laughs> said. I should have had you do the intro. Of it. It's okay, Brian. Um. You know, you're in a medicated state right it's now. It's true. It's true. Um, it's the meds talking, people. It's the meds. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Like you were saying, at what point does it get a little, you know, I have neighbors, right? And these neighbors, um, I would say in general, don't really care about what others think of them uh-huh. in general. Okay. So when they put up Christmas decorations, um, that kind of comes into play right now i'm all for like the griswold style yes i love that um when i when i start, when i don't love it is when it comes in my window my bedroom it's window like so it's like the part in the griswold you yeah. know uh Christmas where the lights turn on the, 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 the neighbors the lights, right the neighbors are you know yeah. about to be you know yeah yeah <laughs> about to uh yeah. yeah so do the thing yeah. and the lights come on and they fall off the bed it's kind of like that except yeah. non-stop well right every night the lights, anyway. It's yeah. like nonstop. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, hang on. I gotcha. Another yeah. beer, Brian. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I uh, yeah, it's it's tough. So what what so what days are we listening to this? This will be listened to on the sixteenth. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. For me, for me, it's all about... So we use real Christmas trees. Yes. At what point is that Christmas tree a fire hazard? That's when we start dismantling. Gotcha. Uh, and actually, it's past that because, for example, we were out of town. Right. We came back, and our Christmas tree was kind of like a Christmas shrub. It had kind of like Wilted you know, over. folded in on itself. And I, I went to take it outside, and like half of it fell on our rug. Is that a real tree? Yeah. Wow. You, I'm amazed that it's still standing. Yeah. It's still going. So we're, we're in the living room here at Brian's house, there's a tree still decorated. So his is still going strong. Mine yeah. was pretty wilty by this point. Uh, yeah, I I didn't do anything special. Just kept the water bowl full. Maybe you got it a little closer Later. to Christmas. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, with only a few weeks. Oh, there years. you go. Uh, I can remember. I think one time I, I I just got I was too lazy to take my Christmas stuff down, <laughs> and I think it was it must have been like late February. Ha. Or something. And I didn't have a real tree at this time. It was just a fake tree, but like... Late February? Yeah. It was something like that. I mean, I just left the, I just left this stuff up. Because I was just like, ah, I don't want to take it down right now. So I just didn't for like the longest time. And I think I had like people come over or something. And they're like, what is the deal with it? Like, Christmas was like two months ago, man. Why, can, why does Christmas only have to be one day? It's true, man. A festival all year round. It's Christmas in my heart. Now, right? you're right, Glenn. Now, this year, we have a real tree. Yep. And I was on vacation as well. And so, Lawrence, Kansas has a great... <laughs> they've got a great program. For two weeks after Christmas, you can put your tree mm-hmm. outside, and the, the city will come and pick it up, and they will, quote-unquote, recycle it by using it for wildlife habitat. I don't exactly know what that means. I think they dump it in a ravine. Okay. And wildlife are supposed to congregate Actually, there. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Maybe they dig a hole. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how they do that. I, thought, I, I, I they read it was pilot somewhere. I read it. I read it was for wildlife habitat. Like it forms a natural barrier or something for a while. I don't know. For like anyway, I don't know. Uh. Anyway, the point is that that would have been great. Except we got back the day after the <laughs> the second time they were out collecting these. So I, I got back and I was like. What do I do with my Christmas tree now? You know, like I could either like load it up and take it to the dump or Well, you Brian, know there are a couple ways around this. I've you know You're telling me about this that you heard from somebody Let's just say I have heard a, from I somebody. have a family member who may yep. or may not within city limits burn Christmas trees in their garden. So what kind of a payment are we talking about to uh arrange such a a situation? Probably that we could... oh, I, I don't know about that. All right. <laughs> I don't want to get into details here. Right, 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 right. Um, there's that. I have been known to... Well, this is in my my youth. Yeah, formative years. All right. I, sure. I, yeah, fortunes of a misspent youth. Yeah. I uh, would uh, take the tree and find a local business's dumpster. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Right. At night. Right. There, there's that. And then, uh, yeah. So, that, you know. Actually, I think I really think we did the same thing last year. We came back too late, yeah, or something, and so the tree ended up going in our kind of in next to our um, uh, uh, compost pile. Right. So we have a big pile of leaves, and there's a Christmas tree there. So yeah, I, I'm looking at. Uh, I'm, I think I'm just going to have to cut it up. Oh, okay. You know, Firewood. Take it down. Cut it up. I don't know. Can you use pine like that? As a, It'll burn. Insanely quick because yeah. it's so dry at this point. Yeah. So um, anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna have to dismantle my tree. I was kind of bummed because I was reading about how Lawrence comes and picks up your tree, and I'm like, yep. oh, this is sweet. 
I'll just be able to. I wouldn't even have to take it anywhere. I'll just put it outside and it'll be gone. You yep. know. And then it turns out that that's not the case. So. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I wish I could help you there, Brian. Anyway, Glenn. I mean, I know a guy. We'll talk after the show. Okay. I don't want to incriminate anybody. Yeah, exactly. We can make this tree go- disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Put some concrete <laughs> galoshes on this tree. Um, it sleeps with a compost pile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know, Glenn. I, that, this, uh, I'm getting rid of the tree though. I, I need to. I need to get this stuff taken care of. Get get the ornaments down. Get the lights down. I feel. I feel like it needs to get taken care of soon. Yeah, there's just. A, I would say by February, if you still got your stuff up, there's a problem. There's a problem. I know. January's kind of. I don't know. January's still fair game. I yeah, think. I feel like it's starting to get a little yeah long in the tooth right now. But yeah, yeah, exactly. You you're really beating a dead horse. But yeah. you know, it's still all right. Maybe you're just lazy, right? right. Which I can respect. Um, my mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, last year left up, and they have a they have a like a whole other like, like a separate big room, yeah. separate part of the house that's like just kind of there for big events and stuff like that. It's yeah. Just, this extra room they have, right. basically. And they put a lot of Christmas decorations up there with weird, li- you know, not weird, like, with, with lots of lights and all yeah, that stuff. sure. And she left it up in th- into the summer. Into uh, the summer? So that my, my oldest daughter could play. Oh. My, my oldest daughter loved the Christmas decorations and yeah. everything. So she, you know, left it up so that she could sing along to the Christmas tree that sang. Oh, I see. You know, even in July, it was great. Yeah. So we, we sang a lot of Christmas songs in July. That's nice. Yeah, no, not really. No, yeah. I, I'm done with Christmas. Yeah, by January for sure. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> at that point you're just kind of getting ready to start it all again. Basically, you... I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to you know St. Patrick's Day, Brian. That's right. Irish ale. That's right. It's all about the seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think makes the Midwest Kansas so great. Brian. Yeah, that's quite a tangent here, but. We get all the seasons. We get all the seasons, yeah. Harsh winters. Yep. Warm summers. Yep. Beautiful spring. Beautiful yep. autumn. Yep. And each one comes with about two weeks of, wow, this is pretty cool. And then like several <laughs> weeks of like the most pain. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why am yeah. I here? Yeah. Why do I live here? And uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. no, that's true. We get all the... It's actually... we uh, Kansas is pretty mild. For the most part. For the most part. I mean, last year was a pretty harsh winter. Yeah, this year's winter was not bad at all. Uh, I don't feel like. Don't don't. Well, that's true. I've got to feet there. Was it last year that it snowed in May? I don't was it two years ago? I don't remember. I don't it was remember. weird. Yeah, that thing was maybe two years ago. I remember that one. It's like the May first or second or something. In it. Yeah, yeah. It's I just snowed. remember getting snowed in at my house a couple times that year. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, I don't know. I don't know. How you, know what I, you know what I always say, Glenn? Hmm. Kansas forever. That's right. Kansas for life. That's right. <laughs> um, and on that note, so that was episode forty-two, Glenn. We're yep. nearing the end of episode forty-two. The big four-two. We're Not quite Paul Stanley's age, but no, we got a we got a we got ways to go. We got a couple least decades. Three months. Yeah. So, Irish Ale, you, you you well, you this is a standby for you. I, mean, I, do, I a, yeah, I, I I I frequent the Irish Ale quite a bit. I think it's a, I think it's a solid like you said it's it's not so in your face it's kind of relaxing but yeah. I'm the I'm a maltster I yeah. like the I like the malty stuff I'm having a hard time imagining this with pizza that's true it's that so seems sweet. a little weird well then I guess again I, I like pop I with pizza know. I'd have to try it I don't know just gotta try it just gotta go out there <sighs> buy if a I ha- if, of yeah, Irish ale. if I have to go get some Irish ale <laughs> and, and buy some pizza and then eat it uh. I will. For the gentleman podcast, I'll right. do that. Brian's going to report back. Pizza shuttle and 
Hey, Irish ale. I reported back on the stakes. That's true. It's the least you could do. That's true. Okay. It's true. It's true. Sorry, you're asking like a, a lot, one-sided, yeah, exactly. one-sided. Right. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Anyway, Glenn, well, I made it through. I got, I, you know, yeah. persevered. Hopefully you next did. time I have to do, I do this, uh, I won't have the weird, awful... You don't sound bad. Like, you know... You sound fine. No-nose sound. But uh, we'll, we'll work on that for next time. Okay. Well, it's a long time to get better. Yes, it is. So, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. You'll okay, be in Glenn. full recovery. Yeah. All right, Glenn. Well, uh, until next time, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with us. Uh, thanks for listening for episode 42 we will see you for episode 43 next week Mm -hmm. I'm Brian McKinney I'm Glenn Sansbury take care folks drive safe drive safe (laughs) 